more of these chords I can take Before I fall for the taste of a blade I spend my whole life trying to be nice Try not to turn away when they come to me for my advice As if I knew how to live my own life As if I ever do anything right Have I ever been in love? When it has never been enough Or maybe I'm just too much but no one ever fights for me the way I fight for everyone. I don't care about a fling. And I don't care about a rock. I don't care about a lot. I was never asking you for love, but I guess it's what I got. I'm not afraid to die. Just terrified to soar too high. I'm not afraid of life. Just paralyzed by the pain in. Good afternoon, and welcome to Chemical World. I am Kenna Crampton, and I am here in studio, joined with my co-host, Muggsy Faye. Hello there. I am Muggsy Faye, and I just brought you a little new original music on this lovely, perfect weathered September afternoon. That was the first little verse, which is a well, this is a constantly changing piece called mm -hmm. It's Always Midnight in My Heart. Mm -hmm. And I'm always hoping I can bring y'all new music, the constant strain of the artist. But I love producing music, and it's the most cathartic way for me to express my emotions and the things I'm going through. But I also want you guys to have new stuff, too. <laughs> and so I've written that uh, new one over the summer, and it's really about all sorts of grief. I feel like there's actually three songs crammed into one, which is usually what I do because I can't figure out other chords, so it might as well just all be <laughs> one song. And, um, you know, yeah, it's really uh, an, an algorithm of, you know, losing friends, losing loved ones to death, to time, to just, you know, as we change, the, the only constant is change and growth. And so I thought it was a, a nice one to come on and play a little bit of for September as it is Suicide Awareness Month. And I am a very avid believer in talking about these issues. Mm -hmm. I know that suicide and mental health and depression is a lot and it's really heavy and people, you know, you feel like you don't want to be a burden to people. It's a lot to talk about. But, you know, if we don't talk about it, then that, those feelings build up. And I feel like that's where bad things happen. And we make really permanent solutions that are generally not the best for ourselves and those around us and that too yeah. you know we here in in the valley and in the human race experience a lot of loss ourselves and I've lost a lot of loved ones to suicide and didn't love it so <laughs> no it's never 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 feels good so talking about those feelings too you know it's these are community wounds and mm -hmm. especially in small towns. And so grateful for the opportunity to come on here today and talk to y'all about how it's okay to be sad. Um, but the best thing to do, I think, is talk about it or better yet, sing about it, <laughs> beatbox yeah. about it. Honestly, yeah, that was one thing that we were sort of saying right before we got on mic is just what the most important thing is just to feel comfortable to be able to reach out to people when, when you're feeling really bad. So 
whether it's singing and or whatever, but if you need to reach out to people. Yeah, that's and the best thing you can do. Absolutely. And just, you know, too, it, 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 it is a lot. It's hard for people. These, these are hard issues to talk about. But, you know, if you feel like you're not being received by the people you're trying to talk to, there are more people. <laughs> there, yeah. are, there are lots of options here in the Valley for folks to talk to about this. And there's lots of, you know, it, it definitely doesn't feel that way all the time. But there's, I feel like, usually lots of people who are willing to listen. Yeah. And it's just finding people who can be supportive. You know, it can be hard. But it, it's... It's an uphill battle, but the least we can do is keep slogging through. Yeah. And always there's someone out there that understands what you're going through. Even if it's not someone that you actually know, if you put it out there, you'll find someone who can you can relate to. And that's, I think, what's so beautiful about music, about poetry, and for comedy fans out there, I've been listening to and watching a lot of, like, mental health-oriented comedy, and like, oh, okay. a lot of that has been very inspiring to me and is actually kind of, like, the building blocks of a lot of what I'm saying today, I feel. Um, and, you know, that's the thing is we – and there's actually a line in Midnight in My Heart that's near the end of the song that's, we don't know how to handle grief, mm -hmm. so we just bury it deep in comedy. But it's also very cathartic to laugh, to cry, to sing, to emote, and to, yeah, feel connected and like you're not alone in these feelings. And I feel like what I'm trying to do with my music and especially the song Midnight in My Heart is really, you know, help people and myself feel more comfortable talking about, you know, these dark parts of ourselves because we, we often aren't alone and there are people. And finding that has been such a strong part of, you know, my mental health pathway over yeah. the past five to 32 years or whatever, <laughs> um, you know, to have that that shared lived experience. And that's kind of the basis of a lot of peer support work and things, you know, I do with High Rockies Harm Reduction, too. And I, I feel like, you know, I, I was we were just kind of talking about this a little bit um, before, but I'll say it in a different way. <laughs> like often when I'm looking in the mirror, I think of you and I think of other women and friends in my life who I just think are so beautiful. And I remind myself, and this <laughs> sounds kind of weird, I remind myself that you have so many moments in the day where you hate yourself too. Mm -hmm. And you've told me that. And, and that's to me like midnight in my heart is about like, I feel like people put me on a pedestal or idolize me as like a musician or an artist or an intellect or a professional or all these things and it's like I go home with the same heart as everyone mm -hmm. and I keep telling people I'm like Taylor Swift goes to bed every night alone like we all love her yeah or you don't whatever but you think about her and she <laughs> goes to bed alone you know and that's like it's just an interesting part of the human experience that you know, we see other people and we think that, you know, they've got it all going yeah. and that's rarely the case. Yeah, I mean, and you can, I mean, not that, honestly, I don't know many Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> I love her so much. I don't listen to her, but I just, just think she's, she's out, there. out there doing a thing. <laughs> it's the same thing with Beyonce. Like, they're just such incredible women, but it's true. I mean, if you ask them, I'm sure they have at any point in the day, they feel that insecurity, you can hear it in their songs. Yeah. And that's why we all love it because in the end they are just humans and we put them up on this pedestal like they're superhuman, but they're not. They're just like us, which is why we love them so much, you know? Yeah, and I love that those are two kind of polar dynamics too of like mm -hmm. what being a woman in the 21st century looks like, you know, the single woman carving her own path and mm -hmm. also, you know, the mother and juggling all of that and juggling that just – 
beyond level of superstardom with managing a family and like you know your your love life and your sexual life and your spiritual life and all these things it's hard and so we see women doing that and it's very inspirational but it's not easy for anyone we all have this and yeah to be able to identify that I don't know maybe for y'all listening like Beyonce has hard taste too okay (laughs) and that's I don't know I love Megan Thee Stallion Uh because she literally has that song um bad bees have bad days too Uh and I love it because it's just like yeah we all we all have our hard times and we're we're not alone in those feelings so it can feel very lonely and very dark but there's always someone who who can understand what we're going through and even if we can't find a, like a person to talk to I've always gotten that through music or poetry or literature just yeah. to find you know a voice that I connected with anything that you can do really to help yourself feel less alone I think is the key I think that is always when I'm feeling the worst and I mean and I'm even I've got like I'm fighting back tears just talking about all this you know because it's it's intense but it also it's real and it's what we all feel. And it's like, you know, we were saying how it always amazes us when people actually hear the show. <laughs> but like it's always positive feedback because people want to hear people being real. And that's really all that it ends up being. And I was going to say, as someone who like actually really doesn't like social media, that's one thing that I do think is so important and so cool that has come from social media is that our world has gotten smaller and you can find people that are going through the same thing and you can reach out to them maybe. Yeah. Well, no. And it, I like that because it is, it's all what you look at, you know, your relationship with social media and like, I definitely have obsessive tendencies, but I have a lot oh, yeah, of like positive too. female friends and mental health memes and, you know, also LGBTQ plus friends that I can't necessarily connect with in these rural communities as mm-hmm. readily in, in those spaces or harm reductionists and things like this. And I get to expose myself to, you know, the positive messaging and, and that connection. And that's actually totally. been, yeah, really important to me seeing like these just memes about mental health that I'm like oh that resonates you know and (laughs) I maybe wouldn't have thought about it that way and also to like connect with yeah like friends all over the country and be like oh wow you're going through this and and I'm 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 proud of you and I'm proud of me and I'm proud of them and inspired by all of us because it does take a lot of bravery to come out and talk about these things but you know I I'm a firm believer that the human humans are pretty brave pretty tough pretty resilient creatures and that we can combat all the nasty stuff we've been up to and move towards a more compassionate, you know, unified existence. And I digress to say with my, 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 excuse me, my mission with my music or my goal with my music or desire has always been that if people could get out of my music, what I get out of music. Mm -hmm. And it's that feeling of like, my heartbreak is universal. Like mm-hmm. it makes me feel better, you know, or, or whatever that may be, or someone else. And even if I'm misinterpreting the lyrics, like, oh, somebody else lost their mom or, you know, or reading an <laughs> article. Something completely different. You're like, oh. Well, this is how I, I took like it. it anyway. and, that, yeah, no, and that's art, you know. Yeah. And so if, if one person can can be moved by my music and touched and and I think for me, one of the hard parts in life is that like sadness and happiness are almost like comparable emotions. Like mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they feel, we feel them strongly in our bodies and we can't feel one without the other. So it's like, to me, almost that sadness is like beautiful. Like the pain that you viscerally feel from emotional pain mm-hmm. is beautiful because it's like a part of being alive and being alive hurts, but it's also like feels really good sometimes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and I think that's a... Um, Oh man, no, I I totally just lost my train of thought. But 
that is just what music <laughs> does, I think, you know. Oh, yeah, the, 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 I think it's actually been, like, scientifically proven that sad music makes you happy. So, oh. it, you know, it's like that, like, and maybe it is the real, real relativity. Well, I am no expert no on idea, sa- sound frequency and vibration, but there's definitely something to that. And, mm-hmm. like, I've thought about that, too, as somebody who listens to a lot of, like, really heavy and fast music mm-hmm. and that we affect our mood with what we listen to through the – I don't know, through a lot of sensory ways and like through the vibrations and the way it affects our body. And I don't know if you've heard of this, but they're doing like a lot of scientific testing with like the way that ACDC specifically like affects different things. (laughs) Like I've read different studies of um, researchers, uh, I believe in Australia, uh, that like they're like, I don't know, something about like sharks love ACDC, but that ACDC also promotes chemotherapy. Like, and I'm like, Well, so with other music, like, are you just trying ACDC because you love that? Are you trying other things? Like, because huh. is it just music, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's there's also the research this that people heal faster when, like, they are facing, like, a window into nature than a brick wall, you know? Oh. Like, as mm-hmm. humans, like, we have Makes these, a lot of sense. yeah, like, sensory connections that, like, our scientific culture has kind of written off. Mm-hmm. It's like woo-woo is yeah. what I always call it. Yeah. But there's actually, we're seeing a lot of, you know, science behind a lot of this. Yeah. Like our, everything in our bodies are connected and like dogs are he- animals too. I don't know. <laughs> like it's all wild stuff. Anyway. Yeah. It's like seems so complicated, but then you're like, actually that just makes a lot of sense. And I like that you said the whole like vibrations thing because I was just listening to something and someone described Beyonce as a witch and and her, you know, being on stage and controlling people with the, her vibrations. And, oh, my God. You know, and then she was mentioning how she went and saw Stevie Nicks, like the white witch. Yeah. And she was like, you know, Another... we we're all there in a landslide and like we're all there together with them in these vibrations. And it is. It's healing and it's beautiful. Whoa. And it's... I love that. So, yeah. And I'm here to tell you that you too could be a white witch because when I'm out I and meant about you to the band. Oh no. I mean, I'm sure it they are. Be. Yeah. But well, so you listening. That's yes. Can Sorry. Also be a witch. You out there in the crowd can be a witch too <laughs> if you so desire. It has been my goal to go to at least one show or play a show every month this year and just getting reacquainted with my love of live music. And I'm realizing that a large part of that is just like this sensory, like energetic experience I have through feeling the vibrations of music. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is my addict personality, or I'm realizing this, (laughs) that I'm like, I need to be as close to that big speaker. Like I Mm -hmm. need it to be in me. I need as much of it as I can get. You like feel it in your body. And I was at the Grove Stock Festival in Glenwood over Labor Day weekend, I believe it was. And I was watching a band that I didn't really care for necessarily, but I'm like also learning about myself. Like I just love to dance. I just love music and Mm -hmm. that vibration, that live music especially, but even just like really live loud music next to me my phone is constantly telling me I'm listening to my music too loud and I'm constantly telling it it's not loud enough um that's the ja- that's the dragon I'm chasing now is the feeling from live music and so of course you know any addiction whether it's music or exercise or shopping anything can be unhealthy to the extremes so I try I'm trying to stay aware of this but it's just something I've discovered like I love so much and the way that it can affect you. And so I also think about this when I'm at shows or kind of when I'm like out at the grocery store or anywhere is that my mood and energy, like you were mm-hmm. saying about Beyonce's, and obviously that's like a huge sound system she has and thousands of participants that are mm-hmm. re- eager for her energy. Yeah. But even like walking around, I try to just like emit positive energy or like in traffic because I feel like 
I don't know. It's a wild world out there. And like we are seeing from scientific evidence that mm-hmm. like humans possess this energy, rocks possess this energy, like things emit energy. And like I think music is a really cool an easily manipulated example, but mm-hmm. I try to be that white witch in the grocery store, sending positive vibes out to everyone yeah. around oh, me. That's good. We need it. Yeah, I definitely, and it's because it, it it's important because that negative energy is stronger, mm. and I and I definitely feel like I I just notice it around everything around me when I'm in a bad mood and I'm getting really irritated and you just start knocking things over and everything just starts everything mm-hmm. just starts you know spiraling spiraling and you just start feeling so crappy and then the dogs feel it too and then the baby and it's just like oh my gosh I need to reel this in but then knowing that is like oh so it's important like we got to override it with the positive energy but it's also all there. And it's all going to be there, you know, always there at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> and it's going, positive, yeah, the, the <laughs> happiness, sad conundrum, you know, mm-hmm. like there's the duality and all we can do is our best <laughs> ride in the middle when we can, you yeah. know. But speaking of music yes. and how important connection is, it is about to be the fall membership drive. Yay. And I do feel like Katie and Kay is that all, like it's just embodies all of that because it's got the music, it's got the connection, and it's... It's got us. It's got us. It's got <laughs> local news. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's starting. The, the membership drive actually kicks off September 20th with the Merlin Chameleon. Which is next Wednesday. Wednesday. Correct. Mm -hmm. So I know that this Wednesday, uh, Katie and Kate will be at their booth at the farmer's market and we'll be doing some. You can go down to the farmer's market from 10 to 3 if you so desire. And they will be doing early bird registration at the Mm -hmm. Katie and Kate tent this Wednesday. And I think we've got some cool prizes for early. Yeah, we have some early bird prizes, which also just a reminder, if you're a monthly donor, you're automatically enrolled in early bird um, drawing. So if that's something you're thinking about doing, that's um, what you get for in the future. So. This time, we've got gift certificates to Iron Mountain Hot Springs, The Pullman, Belly Up Aspen, Avalanche Ranch Hot Springs, and a breakfast at the General Store in Redstone. So that's what you stand to win if you you become a member early. And I know that I believe – I shouldn't have said that. I believe I'm a renewing fall member, and so I'm excited we got – because we have some new – yeah, it's fall, and so I'm pretty sure I renew in fall. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because we also have a cool new T-shirt design um, that was designed by some local folks in house, right? Was it Chris and Cody? I was definitely Cody and someone else. Mm-hmm. I know that Chris did. Chris Hasig definitely did um, a version of it. I don't know if it's the version on the. Yeah, the version is like the rooted in community, and so mm-hmm. it's like the heart and the roots going out to our different little spots across the Colorado area that yeah. you can hear us in yeah, <laughs> on the cool. actual radio. So yeah, it's a cool <laughs> t-shirt design, so I'm excited that I'm a fall member and get to renew, and I'm going to try to go down to the farmer's market on Wednesday. And then so next Wednesday on the 20th, mm-hmm. the uh, fall membership fully starts. It's two weeks long. Mm-hmm. We have a goal of... 
88,100. 88.1. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. 88,000. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. It's a really good goal. And it's it's a little bit higher than what we've been doing in years past, which just makes sense because you guys have been coming out in drones to support us. So let's keep it going. And And on the other side, we're here trying to constantly get put out great music, local news, amazing events. So next Wednesday, September 20th, fall membership drive starts. And what's going to be kicking us off, Kenna? Uh, Merlin Chameleon at the Smithy, 8 a.m., as always. Very cool. And I know as part of Katie and Kay's fall membership drive, yours truly will be hosting Bingo that night at Carbonell Beer Works. So I believe it's dollar cards and we'll okay. have raffle prizes. And of course, it'll be a wonderful night as always. Every time I'm hosting Bingo at Carbonell Beer Works. Uh, so, so fun. That is a thing. And then I wanted to also say, even though it's not necessarily about Fall Membership Drive, but tomorrow night is AZEP's Music Trivia mm-hmm. returns to Carbondale Beer Works as well yeah. at 7.30. And if you're interested, you can go to kdnk.org for more info on registering for that event. Yeah, or probably at azyep.org. Even better. Even better. <laughs> yeah. And that'll probably, I think this will be the first Music Trivia hosted by the new executive director, yeah. Amy Giannis. So, so that's exciting. Yeah, really really exciting and uh um yeah i think we've got a lot of really cool stuff going on and uh i think you know thank you to katie and k for all you do and for giving us this platform to talk about all of this i we also wanted to just let people know that september as all months now have multiple <laughs> awarenesses but we do feel like suicide awareness is the most important for september um it is also recovery yeah, awareness, but and we love recovery awareness month here too, course, and always <laughs> love to take the opportunity just talk. But I think yeah, it's almost like goes hand in hand with all the same advice for suicide awareness month. You know, it's all about mental health. It's all about self actualization. It's not necessarily about sobriety. It's finding what works for you and what helps you live the best life. And that's you know, to me, what recovery is a part. And music has been a huge part of my recovery from mental health issues and trauma and so definitely want to give it a nod and again just encourage people that there's all sorts of resources there's all sorts of ways to seek help and talk about you know what you're going through and try and alleviate some of the maybe problem features of your life yeah and I I just appreciate very much the way that you have talked about recovery and helped me see it in a different way and like realize like oh wow I think I've been in recovery actually since I was 22 which Mm -hmm. I didn't really think about but I think it is really important to um say it in that way especially if you are someone who is suicidal or or very or struggling very much with drug addiction to the point where you possibly may be suicidal this is a easier way to get some help that's like I don't have to be sober I just need to find some connection and that's really recovery is finding connection Absolutely. And you reminded me of something beautiful that I heard said once, too, about, you know, drug addiction and use. And it's just a, a, a young person, or I don't even know that how to describe this human being, but they said, um, you know, if, it weren't, if we weren't using drugs, we might have killed ourselves already. And there, these things are kind of inseparable in that nature, too, that a lot of the time we're, we have, you know, chaotic use or whatever that looks like. It's because we can't deal with what's happening around us. And that's honestly a better alternative than yeah. the permanent solution of death. But unfortunately, drug use can also lead to accidental death. And we don't want to see anybody 
gone because they're hurting because yeah. they're our ways like there is hope um there is recovery there is treatment there are people who are happy to love you (laughs) and I yeah feel like for me my recovery started the moment that I just decided to start caring about myself Mm -hmm. and that's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people with trauma (laughs) definitely but it is a thing and it is possible and I am so grateful to Katie and Kay for giving us this platform to come on and talk about these things and for giving us this space to, I don't know, this safe space for us to be all these years, all our lives, really, mm-hmm. and something to do. Definitely. And I wanted to just go back real quick and just also, you know, because, yeah, we've got a lot of new folks and just a big thank you to the team. It's an ever-changing team. And there's some people who have been here for a long time and a lot of new faces right now. And I'm just so grateful for the just it's always an amazing team of people here at Katie and Kay. And so excited for this fall membership drive. There's a few things going on this month with High Rockies Harm Reduction that I wanted to tell you all about as well. On Thursday, the 21st, the day after membership drive starts, we will be at the meeting place in Carbondale from 4 to 6 p.m. doing direct syringe service programming. So that includes free Narcan, free fentanyl test strips. And then on Friday, the 29th and Saturday, the 30th, there are a couple things going on in Leadville. I know that there are listeners out that way, and I'm very excited to be spending more time down there working in that community. And so I believe at 3.15 on Friday, the 29th, there's going to be a Narcan training at CMC Leadville. And And from 10 to 2 on Saturday, the 30th, I'll be hosting some not just Narcan training and education, but also if folks are interested in volunteering and learning more about volunteering in the community, we'll be doing that. And I'll be hosting similar volunteer opportunities across the uh, general Western Slope Resort region throughout the fall and winter. So as always, if you're interested in learning more about these events or volunteer opportunities with High Rockies Harm Reduction, you can visit HighRockiesHarmReduction.com or find us at High Rockies Harm Reduction on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for all your work. And um, I did just want to maybe just take one second to say Andy Zinka, it's obviously important to mention him because um, that is why we have the Andy Zinka Youth Empowerment Program and what kept him alive was Katie and Kay. And so... That's obviously a really important program. And so if you need help, reach out. You can reach out to Katie and Kay and just talk to somebody if you want. (laughs) Yeah, and the list Um, could go on and on. And if we think of, you know, alcoholism and then also just drug involvement with a lot of suicides, you know, it's people often are intoxicated by any number of things when that choice is made. And again, it's a very permanent choice to what I've learned are temporary, if not returning, but temporary feelings. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's the ebb and flow of life. Sometimes we have bad days, but that's what they are is bad days. And there are things we can do. And even just, yeah, being involved in Katie and Kay, I've seen it save a lot of lives and keep a lot of people connected and keep a lot of people not just alive, but impassioned in their lives. And with all of that said, thank you for listening. And we will be back with a new episode on October 9th at 4.30 p.m. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can go to katieandkay.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, you don't have to be sober to keep your community clean.